Decorex is hosting a grand reunion at Olympia London from the 10th to the 13th of October. This is your long-awaited opportunity to rejoin your community and celebrate design. Take a moment to relax at Sarah Cosgrove's magical circus-themed bar. Take in a fascinating talk hosted by design experts and discover exclusive product launches from the likes of Haberdashery, Ian Mankin, Loom Furniture, Original BTC and more. With only days to go until Europe's leading high-end design event opens its doors, purchase your ticket today. Visit decorex.com for details. Hello everybody and welcome to this special episode of the interior design business. This year, Decorex, Europe's leading event for interior design professionals, returns as an in-person event. The show welcomes back the design community at Olympia London from Sunday the 10th until Wednesday the 13th of October. So what can we expect from Decorex 2021? Let's find out from a number of the key figures taking part in this year's event. My name is Jeff Hayward. Welcome to the interior design business. Hi, I'm Sarah Cosgrove. Um, I run Sarah Cosgrove Studio and Grove & Co Interior Fit Out. I'm based in uh, between Dublin and London, but we work all over Europe and we work on a real mix of projects. So we working on, we're working on a fitness and wellness brand at the moment and developing their new premium collection. We're working a lot of private residential, a lot of multi-unit fit out and hospitality. I was delighted this year to be chosen as the designer for the Decorect Champagne Bar. And it was, uh, yeah, it was a real milestone, a real career milestone. Talk to me about uh, your relationship with Decorex. How many years have you been visiting the show? Too many years. <laughs> um, I have actually been going to Decorex since 2004. And I actually was part of Decorex in 2005 when I was working for Helen Green Design. She was launching her furniture collection at the time. And I actually was in charge of actually doing the install of, of the stand. So I have huge appreciation from the get go of the suppliers um, and what they, you know, what they commit to in terms of putting on a show for all of us, of us designers. Um, and I've just really enjoyed seeing Decorex evolve over the years. Um, and I obviously adore that it's now back in Olympia and back in central London. I just think it's, you know, in any normal year, it's just a great place to connect with the industry, great place to bump into people you haven't worked with in a while or old colleagues and just catch up on, you know, design life. Um, and then obviously this year in particular, I am just, you know, counting the days because I just think we haven't seen each other. We've all been kind of off. And I think as much as you can get through Zoom and as much as you can kind of get samples in the post and all of that, nothing beats seeing, talking, touching, feet, you know, just reconnecting. Innovation comes from collaboration and you know, it's like, you know, a coffee will have a decorex suddenly it'll lead to a project or lead to, you know, another introduction. And it's just a very, it's a, it's a very exciting thing to be part of. Talk to us about your design thinking for the Champagne Bar. So the Champagne Bar, really, I was sitting back at home watching some television and um, 
mid-January, total lockdown, really, you know, a tough time for everybody, you know, hands down, not quite knowing where this year was going to take us, quite frankly. And um, I had been speaking with Sam, who is one of the main Decorex team, just about something actually randomly. And I was watching TV and I saw this old grain silo on, on, on some show I just thought it just kind of lodged in my head and then about two months later Sam kind of said you know we're kind of you know we're looking for designers for the champagne garb bar would you be willing to put something together to pitch or to tender or whatever for it and I knew I just had this thing in the back of my head you know as designers you're always scribbling things down sketching things writing things down and I had this and I thought oh my goodness I'd love to create well, number one, I thought just the year we've had, which has been so shocking, it needs to be fun, it needs to be whimsical, it needs to be inviting. Um, I just think Gucci had just launched this campaign with kind of Ouija board and fortune tellers and all of that. And I love that kind of mystical element anyway. And then just the whole kind of design aesthetic around that really appealed to me. So kind of all these different kind of kind of creative little touch points that I had been seeing when I was asked then to kind of focus on creating this bar, I just it kind of it was already there, if you know what I mean. I already had, I didn't know what all these ideas were going to lead to, which is very common when you're, you know, in the creative sphere that we are. Um, but lo and behold, it just all started. And once we, we had that central bar and then we created the framework around the exterior, the kind of, you know, the parameter and then working with my uh, the design managers here, Ruth, was just like we were talking about how we bring light in. And she had been at a wedding in California where they had draped the whole marquee in like fairy lights. So, you know, we added that in. And then I was thinking about this kind of festival, carnival reconnection atmosphere, you know, kind of making it convivial. And obviously that means disco. And um, so we added a meter and a half diameter rotating disco ball, which I hope will not blind the whole of Olympia once it's switched on. And um, and and it kind of, and then once again, I've been speaking a lot with Benny Frauwein from Schumacher Fabrics. And Benny and I get on very well. I love their product. They just opened in Chelsea Harbour. It just, you know, they'd landed in London and Benny, you know, we were just talking and he was getting as excited about it as I was. So we're working very closely with them on huge portion of the fabrics that we're going to be using so we're actually tenting the bar we're creating big lush kind of draped entrances um and then at the same time we're actually working with some smaller you know brand uh, you know on smaller capacity with like linwood fabrics who are a beautiful british brand gorgeous velvets we're doing all the bar stools with that so we then started meeting all these partners who was getting who were getting as excited about it as we were and then I've been working with Jennifer Manners, who's obviously this very well-renowned rug designer. And we've put together a collection just for Decorex of rug designs, um, you know. So anyway, it was just a very fertile ground, the concept. And um, it has just then sprung up with all these other little collaborations and ideas. And just even working with the Decorex team to bring it to life has been really fun and, and exciting and slightly daunting, not going to lie. It's kind of nerve wracking. Um, because you could not have all your peers, you know, <laughs> seeing anything in such a way as they will be a decorate. So, um, yeah, it's exciting. Well, that's really interesting because I, th I think a lot of people will uh, arrive at the show and think, you know, you just almost think it happens by magic. But the, the hard work and the collaborations, and I mean, it must take an enormous amount of resource to deliver it. 
It does. And it's really, you know, it's challenging on lots of like the logistics of creating something for four days or well, yeah, four days, you know, and you have we have three days to build it and we've one day to take it down. So even just in terms of getting everything located and like I mean, oh yeah, it's months and months and months. And then we're working with the caterers to make sure we have a lot of catering space. And then it's like what the offer is. Can we do coffee? Do we do cocktails? You know, what can we actually manage? Because it's not a purposefully designed you know spot but at the same time you know that's part of the fun you're kind of rolling you know you're you know you're you're hoping it's all coming together which it does seem to be coming together um it's dynamic it's exciting but it is it is a hell of a lot of work it's you can't underestimate it and even like in terms of the team we've actually booked like a hotel room um in a hotel across the road for 10 nights so we've got actually someone there around the clock right beside olympia just to help manage the whole process um so it's also it's an investment but it's absolutely worth it i mean as i said career milestone you can't really go in over a certain number of days and see it taking shape it's got to happen then hasn't it i mean i think there's three thousand bolts to put this bar together and it's like 3,000 bolts that's like the noise like I'm just saying and then we've got to be doing it at the same time we've got to be we've got this beautiful black key clamp frame that we're putting up that then has to take all our um you know all our lighting and then I mean we're working with mirror ball pull on the mirror ball the mirror ball I mean that has taken up more conversation than anything else in the so bloody bar and it's because I want to get the right height but like can like, then Olympia will they allow us hoist it into place or do we have to give them a set measurement and you know it's all like the technical detail and then there's lots of stuff that probably no one else on the planet would notice but I'm kind of fixated about and you know I mean we're working on some massive projects none of them keep me awake at night Decorex keeps me awake at night so the joy you're going to have when you see it all finally appear, what talk me through how you're going to feel about it during the week of Decorex. Oh my God, I will just be probably, we're, we're, we're creating actually with Clockhouse, these campaign tents, these kind of tents that are each at each of the entrances. I will be hiding in one of those with a glass of champagne. I think that's what my Decorex will be this year. Um, but no, it's, it's, do you know what? It's really exciting. And I, I think part of the excitement and the nerves is you feel it's a bit out of control because it is a temporary structure. You haven't done it before. You haven't, I haven't built anything like this before. You know, normally it's bricks and mortar, you know? So um, there's all that, but we're working with a lovely set designer. She's going to be painting, you know, we're, we're, there, it, there, there's, there's a lot of fun to it. What do you want in terms of the overall effect for the audience, the people who enjoy the, the, the bar? Oh, it's just, it's pure. That's exactly, I want people to have a bit of fun and a bit of escapism. And if they, as I say, bump into that colleague that they haven't seen in 10 years or their wallpaper hanger happens to be there and they want to just have a glass of wine or a cup of coffee in the morning or, you know, meet an influencer or have a chat with a journalist or, you know, just it's all about connection. And we're trying to create like little pods of, we're obviously very conscious of social distancing and how that's going to impact on things um you know and while we know that's all gone now you're just still mindful we're in a transitionary period you know so it's trying to create like, like little nooks that people can kind of just escape to but equally be at the bar and just you know reconnect so it's all it's all about having a bit of fun really wonderful wonderful and personally what are you looking forward to most about decorate you know decorate for me has always 
even if I come away with three new exciting things, whether it's a product, a supplier, you know, it's a reference point for the rest of my design year. I take about 300 photos and it'll be, oh, I need a new wall. And I was like, oh, didn't I see something on the Vaughn stand? Wasn't that really interesting? So even on the day, sometimes I'm just snapping away kind of blindly a bit. And it's six months later, I'll be like, thank God, you know, I took that photo. And I think that's what Decorex is. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an amazing one-stop shop resource for designers. And it takes you away from the screen. You know, it's actually pure interaction. And as I said, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a bit of a social animal. So it suits me down to the ground just to, to meet my friends and, and, and meet new people. I'm Laura Hammett and I'm the creative director and the founder of Laura Hammett and we do residential interior design um, across the globe at the moment but we're focused purely on high-end residential so we do homes of all sizes from apartments in London right through to kind of multi-unit developments but also big villas in we're doing a huge villa in Saudi Arabia at the moment one in Bahamas so a real variety of work um, we're based in Parsons Green. We've got a studio in there and a team of 18 at the moment um, of interior architects and FF&E designers and a procurement team as well. Tell me about Decorix 2021. What, what's exciting you most about the show? I mean, to be honest, just the fact that it's happening and that we can all get out and about and see people. I think that's um, been so missed in the industry. I know I've really missed it. And I think seeing people face to face, seeing products, um, fabrics, all of those kinds of things, like up close and personal again, is just exciting. It's just been um, a long time coming and catching up with, you know, other designers, suppliers. It's going to be great. How have you survived in the meantime, actually, without having this kind of event interaction? Well, we've had a few kind of carefully selected supplier meetings in the studio. We've been very careful, I think, as a studio. We didn't actually go back full time. Um, to the studio at any point and we've just started going back part-time in small subgroups um, to keep everybody safe and so because of that we did limit supply meetings but I think there's a time and a place for them there's definitely opportunities to speak to suppliers on the phone and be very specific about what you're looking for and then they can either drop them off or post them very quickly um, but other times we've needed somebody to come in and we've just been careful with that or we've gone to their showrooms um, but we tend to know what we're looking for. So I think, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis, we're looking for something quite specific for our schemes or a product. But what's great about Decorex is that you can start to kind of see things that you weren't looking for. So discover new things. I think that's really fun. Laura, on Tuesday, the 12th of October, three o'clock in the afternoon, you're joining a panel in the Talks Theatre talking about storytelling in design. What's that all about? What, what can we look forward to there? I mean, I think it's quite an interesting subject, actually, because it's, you know, it's quite a kind of varied topic. So I think what, what I'm taking from that subject is how how we design um, for the client. So for me, the storytelling and design is always about the client. So we don't design commercial spaces or, or hotels or anything yet, um, but we're all about the client and creating homes. So for me, that's the exciting part. So it's getting to know the client and how you can you know, bring those elements of their life into their home. But I think there's also other aspects to how you can tell a story through design, such as having the property kind of reveal itself as you're walking through the space. So we're, we're really big on 
coming up with kind of design principles and design threads throughout a project. We don't like to kind of feel like you're going in, although you want some unexpected design elements, you don't want to feel like you're going into a room and it just feels disjointed. So that also, in my mind, is storytelling. So, you know, you come in the front door and how do you want to feel? How do you want that welcome to be for you as a family, but also for the guests? And then how does that home reveal itself as you go through the formal areas, the family areas, the private bedroom areas? So that's, to me, what storytelling is. And, and we're not a kind of whimsical design company. We don't, you know, follow trends. We're not looking at, at that aspect of, of storytelling as such. It's much more for me about um, the client and their life, their personalities, um, you know, who they who they spend time with in their home, what their kind of history is as a family, but also how a space feels. I'm big on design being about a feeling, not just about the way that things look. I'm Charu Gandhi. I'm the founder and director of Elysian. We are an interior design, interior architecture and project management studio based out of Kensington with a team of 25 working on really exclusive residential projects in London, in the UK and around the world. And tell me, what are you looking forward to most about Decorex 2021? Well, so I'm actually selfishly looking forward to speaking on the 12th of October. I'm speaking at 12 known uh, at a live panel discussion on uh, our luxury and sustainability compatible with a really illustrious lineup. I'm really excited about the panel because while I've actively woven sustainability into our thought process over the last years, I have avoided almost being sort of vocal about it because I'm so acutely aware of how much I still have to learn. Uh, and there is this sort of inherent possible friction between luxury uh, and sustainability, particularly in the wider perception. But I feel like this talk really tackles the point uh, head on. And uh, it sort of prompted me to decide that, you know, we shouldn't let perfect be the enemy of the good. And that by starting to be engaged, open and vocal about the topic uh, and sharing how we uh, approach sustainability at Elysian, uh, I can actually be a part of the change. Decorex in general is great for catching up with both uh, old friends and new, uh, for meeting makers, discovering new collaborators. It is going to be particularly special for all of us uh, after last year. And with the Elysian studio uh, just a stone's throw away from the exhibition, we're hoping to spend lots of time there and proactively support uh, such an important industry event. And lastly, uh, we find Decorex is great for spotting trends, getting our finger on the pulse with what's happening in the design industry, uh, the new collections people are launching. Uh, and it comes at a great time uh, in October where you know, we've, we're typically setting up for the new year of projects and installs and ordering. Uh, and so it's a really exciting event in the calendar for us at Elysian. I'm Olivia Uhtred and we started the business in 2014. My background in interior design has been hugely influential in how I run my business now. I learned the ropes from Philip Hooper of Colfax and Fowler and Lulu Little of Sewn Britain. In terms of style, we like to bring a fresh, imaginative and modern eye to classic English decorating. 
We love using handcrafted furniture and lighting, and we always design bespoke and one-off pieces for our clients. Can you please tell us about the talk that you're taking part in at Decorex and why you think interior designers should attend? The talk is called Slow Interiors, Understanding the Importance of Heritage. This is a subject close to my heart. I love heritage and we like restoring the architectural detailing of the building. Our goal is to return it to its former glory. I like interiors that appear to have been slowly put together. I like them to look as though they have evolved over time, that they look unselfconscious. They look carefree and not too designed. We always source handcrafted pieces and make bespoke furniture. These pieces are made in real time. They're not mass produced. So there is a slowness with the production. We like honouring the building's past. We are currently working on a Georgian house in the Spitalfields area. The house belonged to Huguenot silk weavers. The skeins of silk hung from notches in the beams on the top floor and the room proportions would have worked with the loom size. The house is actually steeped in history and we like to represent some of the historical aspects in the interior, together with some modern pieces too. Adding in modern pieces stops the house from feeling like a museum or a shrine. And I think that other designers should come to the talk because everybody has a different interpretation about what a slow interior is and what heritage is and, and which bits you should retain. And I'm excited to hear from the audience their thoughts on the subject. Can you just remind me, Olivia, when is that talk taking place? Sunday, the 10th of October. I can't wait to see all our wonderful suppliers and craftspeople under one roof. We've really missed seeing people in person and have missed seeing the furniture and, and fabrics and lighting in person too. So I'm excited to genuinely reconnect and I'm also excited to discover new suppliers and new craftspeople. So my name is Dee Gibson. Um, I am an interior designer and a hotelier. My company name is Velvet Orange. I've been working as a residential interior designer in London for 20 years. And four years ago, I designed and built a hotel in Sri Lanka. So I've been invited to speak on a panel regarding cradle to cradle design, which is something that's close to my heart. Um, I think it's a title that's been around for a while, but it's something that we're really all aware of, which is around sustainability, thinking about how we design to consider planet and people whilst we're also trying to make a profit whilst we're running our businesses. It's something that's really important to me personally. I became very aware of this when I was um, designing my hotel in Sri Lanka and really thinking about the impact that I wanted to make that was positive. And whilst designing in London in the UK, um, it's something that I talk to my clients a lot about because design can be seen um, and perceived to be a frivolous and frippery related um, exercise. And it's not, this is about improving people's lives. It's about making us feel good and happy and joyful, but we need to be able to do this in a way that really thinks about our environment, um, sustaining our planet, how we can give back to the communities that we're sourcing from, really getting us to think about what we're doing. Who else is on the panel and when's it happening? So I'm going to be speaking on Tuesday the 12th of October at 11 o'clock live at Olympia alongside Brendan Rowe, who is our resident expert on cradle to cradle design, Lindsay Rendell, who is a BIID president, and Chloe Bullock, who is the founder of Materialize Interiors. And I'm very much looking forward to participating with them. And what else are you looking forward to about Decorates this year? I can't wait to be 
A, at a live event um, where I can connect with people, be inspired by people. Um, I really am looking forward to listening to many of the designers who are my friends, um, who are talking about being inspired by art, how to source sustainably. I can't wait to see the exhibitors as well. Um, having spent 18 months home like the rest of the world I think there's been a lot of innovation and creative thinking and we're all going to be coming together in October to share our ideas. I find it really difficult um, to be inspired when I'm working in a vacuum which is essentially what we've been doing for the last 18 months. I need to be inspired by touching and feeling materials, speaking to other designers, um, listening to their thinking as well as, as kind of discovering what's out there and what's being innovated. It's really difficult to get emotional um, and get connected with things. So I can't wait for this. I feel like my creativity is, we're like sponges, aren't we? And we need to, to, to meet other people and really talk about what's going on in the world with them. My name is Ben Rigby. I am one of the founding partners of Haberdashery. I'm the creative director currently, and Haberdashery is an award-winning London-based lighting brand, uh, and we focus on the perpetual appeal of light. And more recently, we've really um, sharpened our focus onto the, the luxury end of the market with made-to-order collections, such as the ones we're showing at Decorex. We took part in the virtual Decorex last year, um, and I'm really excited about showing our work Physically, we will be launching our Sand and Sea range, which is a new range of sculptural lighting centerpieces inspired by sand dunes and waves. Um, and the, as I said, the range will be exhibited physically for the first time since last year. It makes a huge difference taking part in person. We, we get to meet up with old friends and customers. We get to meet new customers who have not seen our work in person. And our background in bespoke work means our, our design and our use of materials, highly detailed and always better in person. We, we like to think that our work is better when you see it in real life. Seeing lighting in renders and uh, digital photography is great, but it misses the subtlety and seeing it in real life, it always has a little bit more depth and character to it. And, and we're there to kind of explain it and bring it to life with our passion for our work. What we are looking forward to most is seeing the design industry open up in person and see, uh, I hope, a wave of optimism for, for the future of the design industry. And this being really the first show in this sector of the market this year, after such a difficult couple of years, we, we hope this is the turning point. And we hope to meet a lot of smiles and, and a lot of optimism in the audience there. During uh, the last year, we've really been looking forward to getting back to seeing people in person. So we put all our effort into, into being at Decorex and to launching our own showroom in, the, in Greenwich in the design district to really get our products in front of people. But Decorex is the beginning of all this. During the, the lockdown and then the, the period afterwards, we've all relied on emails and video calls and everyone's been very positive. But it's only when you really meet people, you get a feeling for how to work with them and what they need. And I think that what will come out of this is, is that the next step up that road to recovery. I think Decorex, it's the, the chance to, to be in the same space as people and to, to share an experience with them. And as much as digital marketing and video calls and emails and photographs and videos can do that, there's nothing beats being in a room with someone and, and sharing the experience of talking about design and exploring possibilities for future projects together.
Thank you so much to all our contributors today. We hope you're as excited and inspired to visit DecorEx 2021 as we are. Remember, we're hosting a live audience podcast special at 4 p.m. on Tuesday, the 12th of October in the DecorEx Talks Theatre with special guests, Joanna Wood, Irene Gunter, and my co-host, Susie Rumbold, where we'll explore some of the best, worst moments in their careers. It should be an entertaining way to end the Tuesday of DecorEx, and we hope to see as many of you there as possible for this podcast recording. In the meantime, you can join the Interior Design Business community on Instagram and Facebook at Interior Design Business Pod and on LinkedIn at the Interior Design Business. This episode of the Interior Design Business is a Wildwood production.